Tavares backhand towards the goal. Loose puck. Everybody scores! Tie game! Can you believe it? Up the boards. Can't get it out. Sweeney blasts for it. Gretzky controlling it. Inside the blue line. Gretzky gets it. He shoots. He scores! Just a one-man show. Wayne Gretzky. This is one of the best World Junior games we have ever seen. Hey, let's add one more to that, okay? You ready? <laughs> I love gold. Brent Griffiths and Paul Almeida with you from the Czech Republic for the final time. We're at the Clarion Hotel in Olomouc. I'm the one with the voice. Paul does not have one. I have a fraction of a voice right now. Are you going to be able to talk over this bedlam here tonight? Oh, it's uh, party central tonight, that's for sure. There are a lot of happy people in the house. Where do you want to start with this one? Canada with oh a dramatic 4-3 victory over Russia. And there's some stories to tell out of this one, but Canada down 3-1 at one point, and things looked bleak. Well, three down, down 3-1 with about 10 minutes to go in the game. Yeah. And uh, unbelievable. Just uh, that's all I can say is what an unbelievable comeback. The emotion in that arena uh, going... Uh, up and down all day long. That was a good Russian hockey team. They, uh, I thought, I thought both teams were spectacular tonight. They played well, and Canada missed some early chances. The Russians scored, you know, on their chances, made it three-one. Canada could have, you know, scored a few goals earlier. They had that breakaway chance, that two-on-one that the goalie made a great save on. Let me just jump. In. Let me just jump in on that one. The two-on-one. And it was uh, shut down by the Russian netminder. That two-on-one, I th- and then they come back and they score to take the three-one yep. lead. And I'm thinking, is that your TSN turning point exactly. in this hockey game? And I was wondering that well into the third period. And then all of a sudden, the magic happened. This event always has magic. It does, and uh, you know, it's always the unlikely heroes, Akil Thomas of all people, you know, who we haven't heard much about all tournament long is the hero in the end. That goal was just unbelievable and one of the goals that I'll remember for a long, long time. Paul, uh, Paul do you get the sense, though, on, on that particular goal, he was not going to be denied? No, he was not. I mean, he was in there to... I mean, just unbelievable speed to have the presence of mind to corral that puck. And most guys would have just shoveled it towards the goaltender for him to pull it across the goal and tuck it in. Uh, that's just a superb play. One, uh, like I say, a goal that I think many Canadians will be remembering for a long time and, and go down as one of the great goals in junior hockey. Okay, well, you take a breather for a second. Let's just recap everything for everybody. We did not know 24 hours ago whether or not uh, Barrett Hayton was going to be in this game for Team Canada, and yet somehow, miraculously, I don't know what kind of 
special water that they are providing for the team guys. But uh, it, he, he plays, and not only did he play, he was a huge force. Oh, and he scored, uh, you know, that power play goal, just a rocket. Uh, Canada needed something at that point. And, uh, you know, he provided it with that goal. And I think for him, it was a, a great moment considering what happened earlier in the tournament with a, a little bit of, uh, you know, controversy with him not taking the helmet off. So for him, I think that was a great moment for him and his family and a great moment for Canada. Got the team back to 3-3 and, and really set the table, you know, five minutes later for the Akil Thomas goal. We had heard that uh, he would... He, he was going to play yeah. the middle of the afternoon, but that was not the case for everybody. Uh, Gordon Miller wasn't even sure until he stepped on the ice. They did a really nice job of kind of hiding that a little bit, and there was no way of knowing until he stepped on the ice. And even though he was in the warm-up, I wasn't convinced he was going to play. Well, I wasn't convinced either, and I talked to a prominent scout a little bit earlier in the day, and he told me that he broke his collarbone. Yeah, and well, so he, I'm thinking if he broke the collarbone, he's not playing. He's not playing, yeah, exactly. But I had heard wrist. I don't know if there's been confirmation of what it was, but for him to was play, it a lower body injury, upper body well, injury? Nobody was saying you know, anything. You know, sometimes they, you know, tell you it's something, knowing it's something else, just to take the, you know, the focus on what it actually is, right? It's the 18th time that Canada has won gold at the World Juniors. Yeah. This, they all seem to be so dramatic. It's just we just don't seem to let we don't seem to do anything the easy way anymore at well, this event. And when you get to the final, I mean, you're playing two. It's two top teams playing. They both want to win it. They're both giving it their all. These kids, you know, with the World Juniors, it's not like the Stanley Cup where you've got an entire career where you could try to win it for 15 years or 10 years. These guys get one, maybe two, maybe three chances maximum yeah. to try to win this tournament. So for them. They're all in, and you can see their disappointment when they don't win. You can see their disappointment when things don't go well. And by the other token, you can see just how high these kids get when they win and what it means to them Oh, sure. to, to get that medal because so many great players for Canada have won that gold medal at the World Juniors, and they want to add their names to the list. Okay, you tell me your thoughts on this briefly so we're not wasting too much of your voice here tonight. But Canada got absolutely spanked by these guys, 6-0 in the oh, round yeah. robin. How much of a factor do you think that was? Or did they try to downplay that going into this game to make sure that their emotions were not too high? Yeah, I think uh, two things. I think, number one, obviously, you want a little bit of revenge on the Russians. And you wanted another crack at them to try to win the medal against them. But at the same time, you're right. You don't want to go out there and start running around and, and get away from what your game is and then be in the same situation you were in that other game where the Russians scored two or three quick ones and then you're playing, you know, chasing the, the game, the entire game, taking chances. And then at that time, you know, that's when the Russians can pile up some goals. So I thought Canada did a great job of, you know, the first period just settling into the game, matching the Russians, uh, you know, uh, speed, matching their physicality a little bit. Although, like I said, that was a big Russian team. Huge. Like, man for man. And it could they wheel. Were way bigger than the Canadians. And they could skate oh, yeah. and they could shoot. Every, there wasn't a guy on that team I didn't think he'd pick a corner from way off in the distance. They, yeah. were, uh, they were a fantastic team. And the one thing I saw from Canada is they didn't try to play the Canadian style where they're coming out and trying to physically intimidate a team because that wouldn't have worked against these guys. Joel Hofford named the goaltender the best goalie 
of this tournament. Well deserved. Absolutely. When he came in and really gave the kind of net mining Team Canada required to take it all the way to the finish line. But the fun part for me is that every time Canada wins gold, their they're net miner is the number one guy. Well, and I think that's pretty much the same for any team that wins gold, Bryn. The goaltender, you have to start there and then work your way out. Yeah, you could have all the nice, shiny players up front that score goals, the, the nice defensemen, but if you don't have a goaltender that's going to make stops, you're not going anywhere in this tournament. And, uh, you know, it's really kind of funny the way that it started, you know, with Dawes and Nett. And it just wasn't working. It was up and down. And then he came in in relief, and he just he took the ball and ran with it. Yeah. And uh, never, re, you know, never gave uh, another goaltender an opportunity to come back and take the the starting job away from him. So, uh, you know, full credit to him. Um, and uh, another great goaltender for the St. Louis Blues. Okay, rest your voice. I'm going to tell you the story of how my night went. My seats were in the one corner of the arena, and I was surrounded by the Russian families. In front of me, I had the moms and the dads and the sisters and the girlfriends. I had them along the side of me, and I had them behind me. So, you know, you can't get too overly enthusiastic without getting the looks. But there was a gentleman and his wife were sitting next to me, and, and he didn't speak very much English at all. But I managed to get out of him that his name was Victor, Victor with a K. So every now and then there'd be a big save and we both applause and he goes, good, 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 good. And so we were able to communicate while we we're watching the game we love. And uh, he got very excited when Russia scored. I got very excited when Canada scored, in particular in the third period. And we, like I said, we would look at one another, we'd kind of nod our heads, and we would kind of agree that these two teams are fantastic. This is an unbelievable game. Somebody's going to be disappointed here. And in his case, it was him. The moment the game ended, he turned to me, shook my hand, and gave me a hug. And I actually teared up. And I might right now because I would I didn't see that coming and uh, you know it's one thing to hear your anthem it's another thing to see your guys go out there and win it but here's a guy who we as I say we share the love for hockey and as soon as he gave me the hug he and his wife quietly went out the other door into the darkness and I'll never see him again I'm sure but but it just meant so much to me to have him congratulate me and uh, and Team Canada on playing a great game, and like I said, I just I it just blew me away. And all it reminded me of is that sport is an amazing thing when countries come together. There's rivalries between countries, and there's politics involved, but there's something special about fans. And I, I, you know, like I said, I'll remember this tournament. I'll remember these two and a half weeks uh, for a very very long time. But for some reason, that one little moment just encapsulized everything for me at this event. And it also told me one other thing. We love, we absolutely love the game of hockey in Canada. We do. But you know what? They absolutely love the game of hockey in Russia. They absolutely love the game of hockey in the Czech Republic. Finland, Sweden. We, 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 don't, have, we don't have exclusivity on the love of the game. And it was made perfectly, perfectly clear to me tonight with that one little episode that just basically was the exclamation mark on a tremendous hockey game and a big, huge golden win by Team Canada. Okay, I've said my story. That was, 
That was what kind of hit me tonight. And hearing the anthem is great. Singing the anthem is fantastic. Watching the guys do the handshakes with the Russians and hugging some of them who are teammates back in other leagues. It was just a special night, Paul. Oh, it was fantastic. And uh, for me, I got a thrill up uh, in the skybox area. I was uh, just coming out for a break in the hallway. And who do I see coming down the hallway? Vladislav Trechiak. And he's Russian, and you're Canadian, and, I was and like, you, oh we idolize that guy. I was like, oh my God, this is, this is the man for Russian hockey. Absolutely. And I stuck out my hand, he grabbed it, gave it two, two or three good shakes, and he kept on going. And for me, that was a, a fantastic moment that I won't forget anytime soon. It's funny, you know, and, and we often talk about the golden goal by Sidney Crosby, and there's a lot of, there's, there's the Mario Lemieux goal in Hamilton, but there's nothing that's going to compare for me. The biggest goal ever for Canada will always be the 72 Summit Series between the Soviet Union and Team Canada. And not only, and here, this is the best part of it, not only did we see our group go over there, underperform horribly, and uh, I I guess probably overestimate, or underestimate rather, how good this Soviet team could be. And all of a sudden, Phil Esposito has has to step up and basically tell Canadians, you know what, these guys are good. These guys are good. And then we watched the last four games over in Moscow, and they tried to throw us off in a lot of ways. I've read all the stories. But the other thing that was important to me is I can I, – Valery Harlamov was a hell of a player for them. Uh, you talk about Trechak, uh, Yakushev. Uh, there, there's a – I don't know. The, the history of these two countries goes back so far. And it was just a special night tonight as, it, we, as the legend continues. Yeah, it was just another chapter in the story history between these two countries. And, uh, I mean, you, you look at that game today, and there's some great performances from the Russian side. You know, oh, yeah. Sokolov's going to be a fantastic player. I was surprised, not surprised, but they started their young goaltender most of the games in the tournament. They didn't do that today. No. Askarov did not start. And uh, it was very interesting to see that from the very beginning. But uh, it was a great game. I mean, one that uh, I don't think Canadian fans are going to forget for a long time. And the other thing, too, they pulled their netminder with about two and a half to three minutes to go when they had the man advantage. And then the officiating just kind of, well, the officiating is bizarre. Well, Canada should have got a penalty. Yeah, it, it, was, it hit the camera. The camera's not in, it's over the glass. Yeah, I just. Uh, I didn't understand that. But I'm not going to take anything away from the win because as far as I'm concerned, the officiating is just as questionable both ways. Oh, absolutely. And it just, you know, there were some really weird calls for this hockey game tonight. Yeah, I mean, at the beginning, there were some calls that were very questionable and Russia could have really built up a little bit of a lead. But, uh, you know, the penalty killers came through and uh, Hoffer made the saves when he had to. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I gotta tell everybody here. We have a big hospitality suite here, and it's hopping tonight. You can see it. You can hear it. Do you want me to give it a little test here? Sure. All right. Hang on a second. Hang on. Take it. Hey! Hey! Everybody okay? Yeah. Yeah. Number one. Come on, let's hear it. <laughs> okay, all right, we're good. Oh, it's so great. I know it. It's fantastic stuff. That's just great, everybody. And and uh, and, and um, 
I just heard somebody say, who does number two work for? Oh, no. I believe that's out of Austin Powers. Yes. One of the, uh, anyway. Uh, just to kind of slowly wrap things up a little bit here, because we don't want to go too long, but we wanted to give everybody a sense of how everybody's feeling here. The bus trips. How many buses do we have tonight? Seven? Yeah, seven buses. And tomorrow everybody goes in their separate ways. We have some people going to Vienna and flying home the next day. We have some people going to Prague. Some are flying home the day after. Some are staying in Prague a few days. And we have some that are going to Chesky Krumlov, Salzburg, and Munich for three days. I'm one of those guys. You're one of those guys. I get to go to those lovely places that I love so much. And then fly home from, uh, Munich. from Munich to Amsterdam to Edmonton. So it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Got to say this. 297 people? 296. 290. Oh, I missed somebody. Plus staff. I maybe I maybe I counted You're somebody twice. Now. <laughs> uh, this has been a fantastic trip, and uh, I don't, can you top this? No, I don't think I can. I mean, I, I said it before. If you remember when we did our podcast before we leave, I said I don't know if I'll ever. And this is before knowing Canada was going to win. Right. I said I don't know in terms of. The amount of things that we included, the amount of things that we did, if I ever could top a tour here, just because of our experience in the Czech Republic. We've been coming here for 26 years, and a lot of the places that we added in this tour were places that I really wanted people to go to and see and really get a flavor for what this country is about. And I don't think there's one person here that would tell you that they wouldn't come back Oh, the no. Czech Republic anytime. The people are f- absolutely fantastic, and uh, we've been saying that now for two weeks here, and no sense in uh, in just keep going down that road. I, yeah. I think it, it speaks for itself at this point. Uh, the other thing, too, the uh, the next World Junior Hockey Championships in Edmonton That's right. and Red Deer. Yeah. Closer to home for a lot of us. Yeah, that'll be fun But that's going to well. be a tough ticket. Yeah, it's a tough ticket, but it'll be a lot of fun just to have it in our backyard. Again. Again. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I always look forward to the World Juniors every year. Oh, yeah. And it's a, a great, great thing. And then there's Sweden. Yes. I'll ask you, what do you think you're going to do? Um, well, we're going to have uh, approximately 300 people again. I guarantee you that. <laughs> uh, I showed you what our priority list online is looking like uh, during the tournament. It's absolutely ridiculous. And... Uh, we will put on the best show we can again and uh, that includes you know side trips before and after the games in Gothenburg going to Stockholm, Helsinki, Tallinn, Estonia, St. Petersburg, Russia and then also Christmas uh, before the tournament maybe in Holland we'll see maybe in Copenhagen. A bit of a Dutch treat? Yeah why not? Okay. We'll, we'll try to make uh, you know uh, a really really uh, special experience for everybody uh, who is coming to Sweden. Well, you, your wife, Jan, are spectacular people. Thank you. Do a great job. Uh, your son, Matteo, who is a part-time producer. I noticed he didn't show up now. No, he's in bed. He's <laughs> Too much excitement. <laughs> wore him down. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's a great kid. Yeah, and he's been uh, so much fun to be around on this uh, uh, this whole uh, this whole 21-day event by the time all is said and done. It's been just an absolute blast. Is there anything we're missing? We're missing celebrating uh, Canada's gold medal. I mean, I know. that's all we need to say. I mean, uh, Canada wins the gold medal. Uh, I could not have scripted any better the way that the tournament itself went in terms of the excitement, the ups and downs. There was a huge down when we lost to Russia. Now we got a huge up winning the gold medal. 
Uh, it was just a good tournament overall. Uh, a lot of great plays. We've seen a lot of great goals, a lot of great games. The first two games on the first day unbelievable. were unbelievable games. And uh, we saw some other games along the way that were just fantastic. We saw some fantastic performances by players that we're going to hear as household names in the NHL very, very, very soon. And, uh, you know, players like Alexis Lafreniere. What can you say about him? What can you say about, uh, you know, some of the other young talent uh, that we saw, not only on Canada, but on some of the other teams? These, these guys are going to be household NHL superstars. It's the best part of this, Paul. And it's the fun part. You get to see them before they are in the NHL. It's not a success story for everybody. There are some players who are stars at this event and then just fade away. Oh, absolutely. But, so, but the cream, ri- yeah, I, so could I. Yeah, But the cream does rise generally from this oh, event. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a big jump even from this event to pro hockey to the NHL. I mean, uh, uh, we know guys that had... You know, really good World Junior events. Go to the American Hockey League, struggle a little bit, and never really make it to the NHL. So, you know, development is uh, not a straight line, and sometimes guys, no. some guys peak at this event or peak at their junior careers. But it's always amazing to see you know a kid like Akil Thomas come out of nowhere and score that goal. That was a very special moment. And, uh, you know, I talked to Tyler Wright tonight. He was telling me about his two World Junior experiences Mm -hmm. and that he was on that team with Eric Lindros that finished sixth at the World Juniors. And that was a very humbling thing to happen to that hockey team. And then the following year, they won on the backs of Manny Legacy playing unbelievable hockey. And... Manny Legacy did play a little bit in the NHL, but he never had, you know, a superstar career no. or, or a career that's notable as one of the, you know, top goaltenders in the NHL at any point in his career. So that happens. I mean, guys, you know, catch lightning in a bottle for a week and, and they have a, a tournament that, uh, you know, everybody remembers as a, a great, great, great tournament by a great player at this age level. Save your voice. Azercan.net is the website to check out. You're already getting emails for people already oh looking. Isn't that crazy? I showed you all the priority after the after the have. gold medal game tonight and all the excitement. All of a sudden, I was just watching your mailbox blip, 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 yeah. blip, start to uh, fill up, and that's great. Love it. Uh, you know what? Let's do one more when we get back home. Absolutely. And we've got a little bit of time. I got a, a text, or a, it was a tweet from a, a, a friend of mine on Twitter, Randy. And he says, how would you rank? You've been to a lot of sporting events. You've been to Super Bowls, Grey Cups, uh, all sorts of things. Yeah. He says, how would you rank this? I said, I'm so numb tonight. Yeah, we are. So numb tonight that it would be hard for me to say, uh, you know, and this was such an emotional win. But we saw some great games. I'm not convinced this was the best of the games we saw. It was certainly the most emotional and most powerful. But you know what? After a week or so when we get home, let's do, uh, let's get together one more time and kind of go over everything. And then just, is that okay with you? Oh, yeah. Will you have a voice by then? And I think part of the experience, Bryn, is the experience of being in a different country as well. Yes. And being able to uh, take in the culture, the history, the gastronomy, uh, the social aspects of uh, people here interacting with locals uh, that is to me just as an important an aspect as the games itself 
And one of the reasons why a lot of people want to come and experience the World Juniors in Europe is because of the overall experience of a holiday, the hockey, and everything else in between. I mean, we've had Christmas parties, New Year's parties, everything. We did New Year's twice, by the way. Yeah, did I you know. notice that? Yes. Because it was fun. It was it fun was the fun. first time, so we did another New Year's Eve party on the 1st of January because we just wanted to see if we could recapture it. Actually, we did pretty good. It was fantastic. Now, the place we've been staying at, uh, this has been our home for how many days? Yeah, all the moats. We've been here for about, I don't know, 11 days. 11 days. Now. 11 days. I'm betting they're going to be happy to see us go. However, they've been really wonderful hosts. Oh, they've been fantastic. Uh, the staff here has been very helpful to us uh, all the way through. Um, I haven't heard one bad word from people staying here at the hotel with us about uh, anything. Um, they've done everything they, they could to make us feel welcome and to make sure that everybody's comfortable. So, uh, you know, it's been really fantastic that way. And our drivers, uh, everybody's been really fantastic. Can I, and, and let me just say this very quickly here. So we have a morning buffet here. And would you say the morning buffet is similar every morning? Yes. Similar or exactly the same? Exactly the same. Okay. So why does it take people so long to go through the buffet every morning going, gee, I wonder what I'm going to have today. Well, I'm thinking, have like, what you had yesterday. Yeah, but, uh, you know, there's enough selection there. Oh, I know there is. switch it up. So you got to say, you know, it's today. Okay, maybe I'm day. just a little impatient at the buffet yeah, table. Yeah, I think then. you're hungry in the morning. Okay. And a, and a little grumpy, so... Paul, thanks for this. This has been fantastic. Thank you, man. Thank you for coming, and I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, it was, uh, it's beyond words, and it's been so much fun. It, and this is, my fifth, this is my fifth World Junior Hockey Championship, first one out of the country. The four in Canada were really special for me, yep. but this just takes it up about times. This, this, this uh, is, takes it up ten times. Because you know what? When you're in Canada, most of the Canadians have all the seats. When yeah. you're here... You're not the only one in here. No. Right? So, all right, Paul, thanks for your time. You know what? Let's, uh, let's, let's end on a really happy note, because I don't know if you heard it the first time, but let's, uh, let's get right to it. Oh, hang on a minute. That's not... Hang on a second. That's not what I wanted. Hang on, Paul. That, I didn't want that song. Yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> That's the penalty you, you song. I love that now. I see that uh, Ray Ferraro was dumping all over it today on Twitter. Oh, was so he? Well, I can't, so was I. I can't say I'm too surprised by that. Okay, let's end on a happier note, and we'll end with this. Hang on. Here we go. Now move ahead.